Why are peppers best at archery? I don't know why. Because they habanero. <laughs> It's time for the children's hour. Kids on the radio.
That's Big Guns Down by Easy Big Fella off Scanarchy 3. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and I'm Katie Stone. Today, we're at the Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with a whole lot of kids. And there are some kids on Zoom. Who do we have with us today? Hi, it's Thorfinn. Hi, it's Joe. Hi, it's Kybia. Hi, it's Jude. Hello, it's Cade. Hi, it's Lucas D. Hi, it's Amaya. Hello, it's Amadeus. Hi, it's Nina. Well, thank you all so much for being here. I'm also glad to have all of you with us out in listener land. Today, we're going to have a show where we're going to be talking about something kind of awkward and weird, which is guns and gun safety. And the reason we have to talk about guns at all is because in America where we live, you see guns in so many places in real life. Have any of you been out and about and seen guns while you're somewhere in public? Definitely. Yeah, it's it's a pretty common occurrence. Yeah, I think so. I, I've seen people have them on like belts and stuff, and that kind of scares me because like they pull it out. Yeah. I've seen random civilians in fields with fully automatic weapons just shooting hay bales as we drove past. And it was just like, what did the hay bales ever do to you? (laughs) Yeah, I've seen it like at restaurants even. Oh, I've seen that too. And at grocery stores, like many people have guns around us in public. And even when we go to people's houses. So It's a really good idea to learn about gun safety, even if you don't own a gun yourself. There are ways you can actually stay much safer around guns if you just know a few tips. We're going to learn a few of those gun safety tips from Miranda Viscali. She's from New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence. Her organization is all about protecting people from gun violence through education and other strategic ways to help everyone in the community feel a little bit safer. We're also going to learn about kids who use guns, hunters, and we're going to explore the laws around guns, both in the United States and around the world. You're listening to the Children's Hour. Stick with us. We're learning about gun safety. This is the Folk Club Kids. To my loved ones and relations, With me in spirit every day And to neighbors I have not yet met Close to home or far away Be safe, be safe, be well, be well You mean the world to me Be safe, be safe, be well, be well You mean Friends who make music Sharing joy both far and wide And to those who we depend on To teach, to heal, and to guide Be safe, be safe, be well, be well You mean the world to me Be safe, be safe, be well, be
who hear this message To stranger and to friend Here's an embrace of music Until we meet again Be safe, be safe, be well, be well You mean the world to me Be safe, be safe, be well, be well You mean the world to me You're listening to the Children's Hour and I'm Katie Stone and... Today on the show, we're going to be learning about gun safety tips, but you might be wondering why guns? I mean, this seems like such a terrible thing to talk about with kids, but it's actually quite the opposite. Today, sadly, guns are the number one cause of death for children in the United States, and that is a terrible statistic and one that made us reach out to Miranda Viscali. She's from New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence, and her organization works to reduce gun violence through all kinds of different mechanisms. We're going to learn more how they do it. But first, welcome to the Children's Hour, Miranda. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and it's great to see so many young people. Our kids have a lot of questions for you. Let's go to Thorfinn. Why is gun violence the biggest reason for death around here? Thorfinn, that's a really good question. I want to start by saying that our organization is not anti-gun. We're about gun safety and gun violence prevention. So if if your family goes hunting or practices shooting sports, those are perfectly fine things to do. We're about safety and what can we do to prevent it. So your question, it's a really good one and it's a very complicated one. We are a state that has more guns than people. If you have a state with a bunch of guns, right, you're going to have more gun violence. You're going to have more gun injuries. And we don't do a lot of checks on the people that are buying guns. So it's very easy in New Mexico to purchase a gun, and very little goes into making sure that that person is a safe person to be able to purchase that gun. Is it more common for more people with guns in, like, cities or just where there's more people? Or is it, like, just anywhere? That's a good question. Guns are everywhere. They're, both, they're in our rural areas, right? Because we have hunters and ranchers. And then we also have them in our urban areas. The guns in our urban areas usually cause more gun violence, probably because there's a lot more guns and a lot more people. And a lot of people have never, don't know how to use those guns. That's going to be very different in your rural communities because that's mostly hunters and ranchers. And they, for the most part, know how to use firearms safely. I think if you have to buy a gun, if you want to buy a gun, you should have to take a mandatory gun safety class. Mm. Now, that's a great idea, but that's not really happening in the United States. So let's pretend that you are teaching us a gun safety class, Miranda. What would you be teaching us about being safe around guns? And we're people who maybe have guns and maybe some of us don't. Well, I couldn't actually teach a gun safety class because I don't, we don't specifically handle guns like that. But what we do teach and what we think is very important is safely securing, locking up your firearms. So we really ask parents, can you lock up your firearms so that it doesn't get in the hands of a child? Gun owners, lock up your guns. We can't ask a five-year-old to know necessarily what to do with a gun. We can ask them not to touch the gun, ask them to get an adult 
but they're five. You can't teach curiosity out of a five-year-old, mm. right? And so we really need to, as adults, need to keep our kids safe and to keep those guns locked up. So you have to prevent other people from having access to your guns. Right. And that's in the New Mexico law. And other states have stronger laws about that. But let's go right back to what you were just talking about. There are five-year-olds listening who might come upon a gun or other kids listening too. And you might see guns places where you could actually touch them because they're not locked up. What is a child supposed to do when that happens? What do you guys think? It's hard to say because it's kind of a stressful scenario and a situation to be in. But I think that it's best to try and let it be as much as you can and to not interact with it is the feeling I get from it. Mm, not interact with it. Amaya, what do you think that child should do? Well, you probably should just assume it's loaded and you probably should just just keep your distance from it. Well, I just watched some basic gun safety things and it's always assume that any firearm is loaded at all times. So pretty much assume that it's loaded and uh, get an adult and tell them about it so that they can handle it properly. Hopefully they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Get an adult. Is that the right answer? That is definitely the right answer. One, assume it is loaded, get a trusted adult, and move away. Move away from the firearm, get away from it. The trigger on many of our guns right now are very quick. You barely have to pull it. That's why we want you not to touch it, to walk away, to get a trusted adult, and make sure that you can keep yourself safe. You're listening to the Children's Hour. We've got more. Stick with us. Said, look here, son. She said, look here, son. For your own good. For your own good. That's poison ivy. That's poison ivy. Make you itch everywhere. Make you itch everywhere. You got three shiny leaves. Got three shiny leaves. Better leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it, leave it, leave it there. Don't you touch your ticket anywhere. Leave it, leave it, leave it there. It's not safe, so leave it Shouldn't touch. I shouldn't touch like gasoline, like gasoline, or red hot stove, or red hot stove, or someone's pill, or someone's pill. Now I know. Now I know. Leave it, leave it, leave it there. Don't you touch or take it anywhere. Leave it, leave it, leave it there. It's not safe. So leave it there. 
next door. Right next door. We found a gun. We found a gun. Inside a drawer. Fishing in America with Don't Touch My Stuff, a good rule of thumb for anything, including guns. Two of a kind before that with Leave It There from We're All In This Together, Pottington Bear in the background. We're learning about gun safety today on the show because guns are what we call this big word ubiquitous. It means they're all over the place in American culture and even in our country. And kids need to know what to do to stay safe. We've got more. Stick with us. You're listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. The New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs supports the Children's Hour. October 14th is the next solar eclipse. Learn more at nmeclipse.org. Electric Playhouse supports the Children's Hour. Find your play at Electric Playhouse in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's fun for kids and adults who want to play like a kid again. Electricplayhouse.com. The Children's Hour is supported by the New Mexico Humanities Council. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and today on the show, we're talking about gun safety. It's a pretty heavy topic, but the reality is kids in the United States, at least, are 
increasingly exposed to more and more guns in people's homes, in public, and just in so many places. With us today on the show is Miranda Viscali. She's from New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence. It's an organization that hosts gun buybacks and teaches folks about how to keep kids and everyone safe around their guns. It is not an anti-gun group. It is really a pro-safety group. And one of the reasons kids see so many guns around is because there's just guns everywhere, including toy guns. But real guns are not toys. But this is super confusing, isn't it, Miranda? I mean, kids are around things that look like real guns, but they're toys. And then they're around things that look like toys that are real guns. Not only are there gun toys, the big gun businesses have actually made guns that are painted in pretty colors like pink and blue. And so you don't know that gun isn't a toy. It's actually a real gun. Nothing could be more irresponsible for a company to do than to create a real gun that looks like a toy. Mm, That is so dangerous because I know I've had a whole lot of fun and I'm guessing a lot of people in this room and listening on the radio and on podcasts have had a lot of fun with water guns. If you've had fun with water guns, please agree with me. Have you? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Nerf. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to say don't have fun with things like that because those are fun. And I actually have gone and shot real guns at a gun range with a guide and an instructor. There was an element of sort of odd fun. The point is people do do recreational things with guns. Is that something that kids are allowed to do all by themselves, Miranda, or or what's the safest way to do something like that? I think if you're a family that likes to go to the shooting range, that's fine, but it should always be with an adult who has taken gun safety classes and knows how to use a gun. So just because somebody is an adult and says, let's go to the shooting range, if they don't know how to use a gun, that could be very unsafe for you. So does that mean, say, if you are a kid who's with another kid and their dad is maybe uh, an experienced gun owner and maybe you're out on their property or a farm or a ranch and they offer for you to take the gun and maybe try it out a little bit, shoot it, what exactly should you do in that scenario if you're offered a gun? In that scenario, I would say no, and I would ask your parents or your care- whoever takes care of you to have a conversation with that gun owner to make sure that they are safe with that gun. But I would say no in that situation. About kids being so curious about guns, do you think that violent video games such as like... Violent video games, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good question. I get that question a lot. And this is what I always say. In Japan, they play some of the most violent video games out there and they don't have a problem with gun violence. My son plays really violent video games. Like, why are you playing that? That's so violent. And he's the sweetest guy in the world. So I'm, I do think there could be, there is a correlation, but I don't think we can just blame video games because when you look at the countries where they play super violent video games and they don't have this problem. Mm. Yeah, so it's really not the games. It's, it really seems like it's more like a cultural thing. And by cultural, I mean that in American pop culture, we see in our movies all the time, just boom, 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 people shooting guns, no big deal. Like it's just super no big deal and ordinary. And it really is not an ordinary experience for most of us. And in fact, it's terrifying, like you're hearing what the kids talking about today, that even just seeing people carrying 
probably licensed guns in restaurants or grocery stores or whatever causes anxiety for other people. There's not much you can do about other people doing that. But you know, you can always do something about yourself and how you react. When you feel uncomfortable, you can walk away and you can go a different direction. You can always tell a trusted adult. And telling a trusted adult is the most important thing you can do whenever you are left with a question of what to do or you just feel uncomfortable. You tell them because you know what? Adults around you, for the most part, know what to do. Once upon a time, I came across a place, a very sacred space where you were always safe. Deep like a forest with laughter in the trees, ready for the sunlight after the darkness of the night. What if all the guns only shout rainbows?
That was Nicole Porter, a single called Weapons of Mass Healing. And you are listening to the Children's Hour. We're thinking about gun safety today on the show. If you come from a hunting family, you probably learned gun safety at a very young age. The basics are assume every gun is loaded. Always, never, never point a gun at another person. And if you see a gun and you are not with your grown-up who is with that gun, then you should never touch that gun. Leave it alone. Just like you would leave alone things like your parents' electricity bill. You'd never touch that. Tell an adult. That's always important, especially if you feel uncomfortable. It's important to feel safe all the time. And that means making everyone around you feel safe too. We're in conversation today with Miranda Viscali. She's from New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence. And we're at the Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico with our kids crew who have a lot more questions for you, Miranda. This is one question that I'm so surprised nobody asked yet. I just thought of it because like you see in the movies a lot when people are actually confronted with someone holding a gun towards them. What do you do then? Yeah, it happens all the time. And I think what you have to do if you can is stay calm and ask the person to, you know, put down the gun. They're probably really triggered and pretty angry if they're doing something like that. So anything you do can do to try to calm them down because that's a very dangerous situation to be in. Mm. I hope that never happens to you, Amaya. I'd like to never have that happen to you. I was just asking because I've heard about it with like kids and school shooters that yeah. come. That's just sad because when my mom, she told me when she was in school, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. They do school drills all over Albuquerque and in Santa Fe, yeah. Yeah. So what gave you the idea to start your business? It's actually, we're called a nonprofit, so we're not a business. We don't make any money. It was after the Sandy Hook shooting, which was a really sad shooting in our country where a group of six-year-olds was, were shot and killed. And I had kids that age, and it broke my heart. And so 10 years ago, myself and a group of others started this nonprofit, and we've been going strong ever since. You're listening to the Children's Hour. We're talking with Miranda Viscali. She's from New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence. We're going to learn a little bit more about what that organization does and how kids are directly involved. You're listening to the Children's Hour. Where you'll find me Ooh. 
How long can you guys hold the word hope? How long? Everybody, let me hear you go. hip hope for kids that was hold on to hope and before that the children of newtown with their somewhere over the rainbow that featured ingrid michelson newtown is the town where sandy hook is and those are some kids from that school you're listening to the children's hour today we're learning about gun safety and There are many kids, especially in rural parts of this country and and in other places, who use weapons to hunt. And it might be an important part of people's culture, something that's a tradition in their families. We're learning some of the gun safety tips that hunters teach their kids. And this is a piece out of Indiana's Y Press about kids who hunt. For many youth, hunting is a part of growing up. In Indiana, an estimated 50,000 hunters are aged 6 to 15. Dylan Paul, a junior at Cathedral High School, has hunted since he was 8. He completed the hunter education course required by Indiana and has his hunting license. Dylan said he and his dad both have busy schedules, but when they go deer hunting on the family property in Brown County, they get to spend quality time. On the way there, my dad and I always sing a song. It's the same song we created when I was little. It's really fun. Dylan says he and his dad have long conversations while sitting in the tree stand, waiting for deer. For Becky Sturgar, a senior at Lebanon High School, Hunting helps her connect to her brother, Matt, who took her on her first hunting trip last fall. Before last year, she had only shot at paper targets and clay discs at shooting ranges. Matt took Becky and some younger children squirrel hunting in September. Most of their time was spent waiting, she says, maybe because the kids were scaring off the squirrels. Every moving leaf, they thought it was a squirrel. They would be, like, moving really fast and, like, pointing out things. It was hilarious. Becky waited five hours before she had a chance to shoot a squirrel. She said the experience was not what she expected. It was weird. You know, it doesn't seem to really, like, hit you that you killed something. Becky admitted that she did feel a little sorry for the squirrel, 
But when she was eating the meat, Becky felt she was going through a rite of passage. It made me feel like I can be self-reliant. I'm not the type of person to go out there and just kill something. I know that this is going to be of use to me, and it's going to be of use to my brother and my brother's kids. So you're doing this to live, to eat. Becky said she didn't particularly like the taste of squirrel, but she does like venison. So she plans on going deer hunting with her brother this fall. For Ypress, I'm Allison Albrecht. This is the Children's Hour, and that piece on hunting was produced by Y Media, with a little help from the Children's Hour. In the background, you're hearing Crowander. We've got more on gun safety, and we're also going to learn about the different laws about guns in the United States and around the world. Lots more coming up. Stick with us. You're listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. Thanks to the Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for hosting the Children's Hour. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by United Way of North Central New Mexico. Support provided by New Mexico Arts, a division of New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs and the National Endowment for the Arts. The City of Albuquerque supports the Children's Hour. Bernalillo County is a proud supporter of the Children's Hour. Many thanks to the users at tokenibis.org, who direct funds to the Children's Hour every week. Thank you. Our three jolly huntsmen, hunting we will go. We'll hoop and we'll holler and we'll blow our horns also. Looky there now. We hooped and we hollered and the first thing we did find, a barn on a hill and that we left behind. Looky there now. One said it was a barn, one said nay. One said it was a church with the steeple cut away. Looky there now. And we hollered and the next thing we did find A frog in a well and him we left behind Looky there now One said it was a frog, one said nay One said it was a jaybird with his feathers tucked away Looky there now We hooped and we hollered and the next thing we did find The moon in the trees and that we left behind Looky there now said it was the moon, one said nay, one said it was a cheese with the half cut away, looky there now. We hooped and we hollered and the next thing we did find, a pig in a ditch and that we left behind, looky there now. One said it was a pig, one said nay, one said a politician with his clothes stole away, looky there now. And we hollered and the next thing we did find An owl in a tree and him we left behind Looky there now One said it was an owl, one said nay One said it was a ghost and we all ran away Looky there now That was the hollow trees right here on the Children's Hour with three jolly huntsmen. You're listening to a show today about gun safety. 
Miranda Viscali is one of the co-directors of New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence. We have links to learn more about gun safety wherever you are. Go to childrenshour.org and look for this episode, Gun Safety. Let's go over to Amadeus. What exactly does your organization do? Well, we do a lot of things. So most of the work we do is with our young people. We do a program called the Student Pledge Against Gun Violence, where we work with youth. The students come up with an idea, a gun violence prevention event, and we help make that happen. We don't tell them what to do. It's their idea, right? We like to make it always about what our young people want to do in terms of gun violence prevention. We also do uh, gun buybacks. So we take in unwanted guns, we dismantle them on site, and then we are working with high school students or forging them into gardening tools, musical instruments. They're now working on a 12-string guitar. And we also do a program called Murals to End Gun Violence, where we work with youth who create gun violence prevention murals in their schools and communities. And we also train law enforcement on how they can use the laws that we've passed as tools. Mm, Yeah, Cade. So you're recycling guns and turning them into new things. But is there a way for you to recycle things like ammunition or duds or things like that? Because they are more dangerous to handle and forge. Yeah, the the ammunition we don't because it has lead in it and it's explosive. So we give that to usually to law enforcement and they just blow it up and get rid of it. But what we can use are the magazines that go into semi-automatic handguns or semi-automatic rifles. Those are actually part of the the 12-string guitars. But yeah, the ammunition, that just needs to be destroyed. Wow, so how many guns have you collected? Over 2,000. And when you say you're taking unwanted guns, how does somebody possibly end up with an unwanted gun? That's a good question. And we ask participants, even though we never take their names, why they're participating. And the majority of the people participating are doing so for safety reasons. So they might have a teenager in that home who is suffering and it's not a good time to have a gun. A lot of widows, a lot of people inherit guns, and a lot of people are just fed up. A gun buyback we did in Albuquerque um, last December, an older man who was a veteran and an NRA member handed in his AR-15 and said, I'm done. How do you make art with guns? Oh, yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite questions. So we have what's called a forge. It's like a big box and you light it up and it gets really, really, really hot. When it gets hot enough, you take it out and then you pound it into a shape So we do that. And then we also do um, fun things with the the wooden butts of the guns and triggers. And we make necklaces, little hearts and all kinds of crazy things. That's so cool. And it's kids doing this. Yeah. High school students at RFK Charter School. If you're a kid who wants to fight for better gun laws in the country and make sure that everybody who has a gun is safely in possession of a gun, what could you do to help try to get gun safety to be at a better standard in our country? Very, very good question. You can go to our website and email us and we will help get you to figure out what laws you would like to see passed and talking to the right people. We coach a lot of youth in New Mexico on how to help them advocate for good gun violence prevention laws at the legislature. So we're happy to show you how to make phone calls, who to call, how to write emails, letters, what you want to say. Your voice is the most important voice in the room when it comes to gun violence prevention. It's not my voice. It's not Katie's voice. It's your voice. 
Miranda, uh, is there any closing thoughts you'd like to leave our audience and our kids with today about gun safety and preventing gun violence in their own lives? Yeah, I think there's two things I'd like to mention. One is that it's okay if your parents have guns and it's okay to ask them to lock them up if it makes you feel safer. So that's okay to have that conversation with your parents, and I'm sure your parents would appreciate it. And another thing that's important is that when you go to, over to somebody's house to play, it's important that the parents have a discussion about whether or not there are firearms in the house, right? We ask about peanut allergies. We ask about how many video games you're going to play. What kind of video games you're going to play? Another question that needs to be asked is, is there a gun in the house and is it safely secured? Um, and we could save a lot of injury and death in this country if we started asking that question. Miranda Viscali is the co-director of New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence. We've got a link posted. Look for this episode, Gun Safety. This is the Okie Dokie Brothers. Annie Oakley was the best Shooting a star in the west With a quick draw and a straight shot And a red leather vest She could hit a bullseye She could shoot the moon But at the end of her show She'd sing on this tune Put your six-shooter down Grab your six-string guitar Start singing and wishing On a long shooting star And wish that we might And wish that we may Hang up our guns And put the bullets away Buffalo Bill Loaded with fun His pappy was a pistol He was a son of a gun But boys and their toys Don't always get along So after his showdowns He'd sing them this song Put your six-shooter down Grab your six-string guitar Start singing and wishing On a long
You're listening to the Children's Hour, and today we're talking about gun safety. We were wondering what kind of laws existed about guns. It turns out it's complicated. Gun laws are determined by state governments in the United States. Eight states and Washington, D.C. ban sales of assault rifles, but no state bans gun ownership. That's because our country is governed by a constitution, which guarantees the right to bear arms. But in 1791, when the Second Amendment was written, guns and ammunition were very different from today. Today, the United States has the highest rate of gun violence in the world perpetuated against children. Other countries have had gun problems too, and they took different steps. In 1996, Australia experienced a shooting. The Australian government issued a mandatory gun buyback program just one year later. That law restricted gun ownership and created a registry. This law has saved lives as gun violence plummeted in Australia. Only eight nations offer citizens a constitutional right to own guns. In some parts of the world where there are ongoing or previous wars, there are lots of guns, regardless of the rights or the laws. In other places, guns are rare. That's why, no matter where you live, it's important to remember the gun safety rules. Assume all guns are loaded. Never point a gun at someone. Back away and seek a trusted adult. There are kids organizing all around the country to reduce gun violence and demand changes in laws so that children are protected everywhere in our communities, and especially at school. Kids who were survivors of school shootings have grown up and run for office and won. When it comes to talking about reducing gun violence, as our guest Miranda Vascali said, Your voice is the most important voice in the room when it comes to gun violence prevention. It's not my voice. It's not Katie's voice. It's your voice.
voice and the power to speak Silence is the enemy which makes us weak One voice has power and one voices unite We create a force like a meteorite You can shake up the world but it starts with you No waiting, hesitating, no IOUs The time is now and now is ours So cast your voice for the stripes and stars So let's make some noise Let's change the world with our choice For all the girls and the boys I have a voice the beat buds in the background wookie foot we're almost out of time on the children's hour but before we go i wanted to tell you about the steel that was used to forge my family's ancestral cider press it's made out of guns stamped on the side of the steel is the date june 6 1876 The steel was forged from the disarming of America after the Civil War, which ended in 1865. Now I know what peace tastes like. Sweet apple cider. There's more to this story and about everything you heard today on the show at childrenshour.org. Look for the episode called Gun Safety. I'm Katie Stone. We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Our show was written by Katie Stone with lots of help from all of us on the kids crew. You can find photos, links, learn along guides, and more about us at childrenshour.org. Thanks to Miranda Viscali from New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence for being with us on the show today. We had production help from Eli Henley, live engineering from Chad Shear, and our senior producer is Christina Stella. Find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or go to our patreon.com slash the children's hour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music was written by C.K. Barlow. The children's hour is distributed by PRX, the public radio exchange, and by the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour Kids Public Radio.